Hello and welcome to Let Me Bore You to Sleep. Please only listen when you can safely close your eyes. My name is Jason Newland. My website is jasonnewland.com And relax. So much for me doing one recording every day of the year. It's the 4th of December, no, January already. 4th of January? It's a different year. Blimey. I've not been well, ladies and gentlemen. Not been particularly well. So... Unable to really function very, very much as far as making new recordings. But I'm here. And, yeah, the window's open, so there might be a few background sounds, but it's okay. I think it's alright, really, isn't it, eh? It's okay. Sounded like there was a couple of cats doing something... I don't know what, but it was very, very uh, high-pitched. More high-pitched than Vinny. Oh, I need to I need to talk about something. Wait a minute. Facebook. Right, I need to sort out my desk. This, this place, this room, it's very messy. And, you know, I can't have a flat surface without putting something on it. So, even a chair, a flat surface, you know the chair where you sit down on the, that bit? There's a plate on what, that one over there. There always has to be something on a flat surface. I, I don't know what it is. <sighs> so, I need to sort out the mess in here. And I've been using the excuse that, you know, I've got Vinny and that's why it's so messy on the floor. But I kind of realized the other day that, you know, if I have someone new come into the flat and I'll say, oh, sorry about the mess, I've got a new dog. I can't say that to someone that already knows me because, or someone that's already been up here because they know that it wasn't the dog, it was me. It was already messy. The dog just... He divided up the mess by ripping things into bits. So there was more mess, but that mess was already there. So, you know, there was a big box on the floor and that turned into about 52 different pieces. Bless him. And then I did my laundry yesterday. That's a bit of a jump to subjects, isn't it? That's a different... How's that connected? Well, let me tell you. I did my laundry. So I'm in the bedroom. He's on the bed, just looking at me. And so I'm putting the clothes... My, my dirty laundry is always at the bottom of the bed on the floor. Not on the bed, but on the floor. Near, you know, the other side of the bed. I just chuck it there and... Then I pick it up and wash it. I found only two pairs of underwear that had not been ripped to bits. 
by him. I can believe that he's had about four or five pairs of my underpants and just eaten them. Well, ripped them to bits, you know. I seem to like that, that term, don't I? Ripped to bits. Shredded them, you may say. So I need to get a new setup for this whole, whole desk thing. Because I've got a stand for my ear headphones that I want to use for the the uh, whisper stuff. Um, and there's some other stuff that I just want to... Having the untidiness is... Oh, Happy New Year, by the way. <laughs> Happy New Year. The untidiness is starting to annoy me a little bit. But it's a lot of work. It's, it's, well, it's not a lot of work. I mean, it's not. It's not like I live in a mansion or anything. But there's, a, a, you know, there's a couple of hours of cleaning to be done, and I'm going to do it. I am. You know, I dislike cleaning so much that I decided I was going to make a recording. Not, not that I dislike making recordings. It's just, you know. If I'm going to do something, if I'm going to, should I clean or should I make a recording? I'll make a recording. Should I clean or shall I go to the supermarket and get some shopping? I'll go to the supermarket. It's like, honestly, anything but clean. And that sounds a bit like, well, if you don't want to make recordings. No, it's not that. It's just, I wasn't sure if I was really up to making a recording, if I really felt well enough. But I really didn't want to clean. I really, oh, and and the toilet's leaking. Yeah, great. So that's leaking into a bowl. You know the the top part of the toilet. I don't know what it's called. I was going to say the white part, but it might not be white everywhere in the world. But they're white generally here. And the bit where it holds the water, not the toilet bit that you sit on and. Uh, you know, present your gift to the toilet, you know, it's it's not, not that, but the, the top bit, leaking, so that's a little bit unfortunate, so let me see, alright, okay, so I was going to go on to my page, Jason Newland Hypnotist Group, I saw a message on there from Molly. Molly. Molly, Molly, Molly. Molly. Oh, that's from Mike. Mike says, Molly, should we consider changing a group's header graphic to this photo? There's a photo of, um, of Vinny. So what's the original group photo? Let's have a look. It's Andre. Oh. Oh. Um, i tell you what I'll say up to Molly I'll leave it up to Molly so let Molly if you're listening it's up to you whatever you want to do I should say I've not even put a happy new year happy new year I've not been online I've not done anything at all really to or since New Year's Eve I think it was and it's weird. I'll tell you why. 
Oh, there's membership requests too. Okay, Rebecca and Diana. Okay, I'll approve. I'll do that. I don't normally do it. I'll let Rebecca. Okay. Um, hi, Rebecca. Hi, Diana. Welcome. Welcome. So, I... What was I going to say? I, 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 I... I... Um... Oh, yeah. New Year's Eve. So, I'm not really like a big Christmassy person. It's just because of just my lifestyle. What kind of my life as it's been? Christmas kind of stopped really being Christmas when I was fifteen, really fourteen. Something you know that was kind of the last like family family Christmas with all my brothers and you know like the family I had growing up from the age of seven to the age of fifteen. So to me. Those were special times. I can't help it. It's just the way I feel. They were uh, more real Christmases. Not the other Christmases weren't real, but they were just... They meant more to me. Meant more. And my nan and granddad were there, and, you know, it was good. So, not really celebrate Christmas. But I won't talk about Christmas anyway. I was going to talk about Christmas a lot more leading up to Christmas, but, you know, it's gone now, so I'll wait until next year. <laughs> Isn't that something to look forward to? Mm, yeah. Put it in your calendars. <laughs> I thought, oh, I might forget. Um, it was a, yeah. New Year's. It's always been, I say always been, but generally it's a time of it's a time I look forward to and I don't mean like the New Year's Eve celebrations necessarily but the the new year the new I don't know like opportunity a new beginning and it, I don't know it's just it's just the way I kind of the way my mind is and and also, because January is generally the coldest month of the year in England, well, where I live, my part of the country, it's generally, you know, December can get cold, it can get cold any time of the year, but January is generally fairly crisp. So, wherever I've lived, even when I lived in London for, I don't know, 12 years, it's quite a smoggy place, lots of petrol fumes, and it's a lot, you know, it's a lot, a, a very crowded area, you know, 10 million people or whatever, all sort of stuck together. It's, and there's lots of smells, and, you know, like from the different, from the different houses, but also from the various takeaways and restaurants, and, you know, from the, as I said, the car fumes, and, the, you know, petrol stations, and it's just lots of, uh, smells and lots of smog's probably not the right word but probably pollution probably is the right word I don't know 
But when it's like really cold, it tends to cut through that. It tends to almost, uh, for me, felt a sense of quiet. Because when it's really cold, less people are around. Less, you know, people stay indoors as they can, you know, when it's really cold. Especially right at the beginning of the year, like New Year's Day, it's generally a day off for most people. So there's not a lot of people about. And I used to like that, walking around. Uh, when I was in London, normally it's just busy all the time. But New Year's Day, there'd be nothing. Like Christmas Day again, there'd be hardly any traffic. I used to like that. So that, that almost a sense of crisp newness um, like almost like anything's possible you know does that make sense like and it's not to me it was never really about making new year's resolutions I mean in some ways it's more like these days it's more a case of carrying on with what I'm doing rather than doing something completely different. And it's been the case for the last 17 years, really. You know, I've been doing this thing that I'm doing now in different forms, whether it's videos, uh, whether it's YouTube, hypnosis, sleep, pain relief, whatever, podcasts, different podcasts and stuff. So every year is... A continuation of what I'm doing, but also wanting to improve, perhaps. Well, not perhaps, I do want to improve, but whether it will happen, that's the perhaps. And to get better and to reach more people and progress, you know, just generally progress. And so that that's a little bit different to how it used to be you know before 17 before 17 years ago so let's say 18 years ago it was more like okay this year I'll do something different and I remember is it 2000 and yeah 2000 what was I doing oh blimey 2000, uh, or was it 2001? Might have been 2001. I think it was, yeah, I think 2001, January, I had loads of leaflets printed up, like right at the beginning of the year. Not, not the first of the, of the, of the month, because it was, so what's it bank holiday thing and the second was a bank holiday this year as well because it was a Monday so this is only really the second day of normal kind of back to normal sort of you know working days where things are open and you know like doctor's surgery and the dentists and I don't know just general things the post office probably, yeah, that wouldn't have been open on Boxing Day. 
Unless, of course, they're on strike again. I don't know. So I remember I went into this. It was in Stratford, East London, where I lived. And there was this shop around the corner from where I lived. And so you come out of my house, turn right, then turn right again. And there was an off license. And then across the road, there was, I think there was an Indian takeaway. There was a laundrette. I think there was an Indian takeaway. There was a pizza. It might be Domino's. And there was Pizza Go-Go. Does, is Pizza Go-Go still around? Anyone? Pizza Go-Go. So I didn't know what a go-go was. Now, go-go bars and stuff, I didn't know what that was. But pizza go-go. And it was pretty much half the price of... It was either Pizza Hut or Domino's Pizza. I don't remember. And then next door to that, there was an off-license. No, not an off-license, a newsagents. That's it, newsagents. That also had stuff in there you could buy. Um... Well, obviously, you can buy the papers, but it had... Although they call themselves news agents, they also, like, had all kinds of groceries and things like that. Milk and eggs and beans and stuff, you know, all kinds of things. All kinds of different things. Rice and bread and magazines. All kinds of magazines. I used to have to take my own ladder in there sometimes to collect my magazine. So, oh, the newsagents once, yeah, because he knew me for years, years and years and years and years. Like, you know, nearly a decade, this newsagent knew me because I'd go in there. Uh, well, I guess the only way he's going to know me, isn't it? He wouldn't know me if I never went in there. That would just be strange. Unless we both went to the same club. Um a special club for people that work in news agents and people that don't go into news agents like meet up I don't know so I went in there with my girlfriend and this was 1996 right so go in there with him just to buy something I don't know probably cigarettes or something and he said to me and he pulled out a magazine he pulled out a magazine from underneath the counter and said Oh, your big guns is here. Big ones is here, whatever. Busty and proud or something like that. I don't know, whatever it was that he had. And he put it on the counter. He said, do you, do you want to take it now or should I keep it for later? I couldn't believe he did that. And he started laughing. And I, could, I honestly could not believe that. Because that really could have caused problems. The fact that he was laughing, I think my girlfriend thought it was a joke. I mean, it was kind of a joke. You know, I said, like, I'll show you, you know, I don't buy stuff like that. And as I walked out, I turned back, so just save it for later. Uh, and it was just like, I couldn't believe that he would do that. And it, it was probably the, probably the highlight of his month, honestly. He must have... 
I'm sure he went home and told his grandkids about it because it was just it was funny, but yeah, that could have that could have really backfired on me. <sighs> and I interviewed obviously I introduced my girlfriend to the laundrette lady. Uh, she just which was like three doors up. And you might think, why would you introduce your girlfriend to a laundrette lady? Well, simple as this, yeah. I believe that if you start a relationship with somebody and it's going well and you really think that, you know, it's it's potentially going somewhere and you care about the person, then it only makes sense to introduce her to the most important people in my life. And there's very few people more important than the person that washes my underwear and doesn't complain. I mean, she did it for 10 years. She washed my underwear and never said anything. I used to buy Christmas presents. Uh, honestly, I mean, she was very important, very important person. You, you do. <laughs> she really was. I mean, I was so grateful to find someone that wasn't, that, that was nice to me after after touching my underpants that was still friendly it was good so yeah so but basically turn left so if you if you don't cross the road turn left i'm trying to think what was down there because i'm i'm taking you to the, the shop where i got these leaflets printed so basically what i did was oh yeah to turn left I can't even remember. Going past there, I don't think there was that much there, but there's definitely was a gym. So my, I told you about my friend Wilf Sylvester. He was the Mister Universe, and he was one of the nicest people I ever know, ever knew. And I used to see him. I wasn't like best buddies with him or anything, but I used to talk to him, and I used to train in there. He was. Because there was a cardboard cutout of him in the window, and I used to pass that for a couple of years, thinking, "Wow, because he's huge." Obviously, Mister Universe. I mean, really muscular, but it was a really, really kind of miniature size. It was only really short. And when I met him, I was like, "He is really short. He couldn't have been more than about five four. So, and I'm not taller than many people." But I was talking to him as like, wow. But he was big. He was like still uh, big, but not as big as he was when he was doing the Mr. Universe. Because at this point he'd retired. I think he'd retired just from bodybuilding and from work as well. Because uh, he used to work at Ford's in Dagenham. But he was such a lovely man. And his son was really cool as well. So I met his son, he was really nice. And he's, he's basically, I used to see him quite often, even in the late day, in the late years, sort of uh, late 90s, maybe early 2000s. He'd be outside and I'd be walking past, I'd stop and have a little chat with him. And uh, yeah, he was a really, really nice man. So past that gym, I don't know if it's still there, I don't know. 
is there was a mobile phone shop isn't that weird I can't really get an image of the of the place I can get an image of the gym because going in on the right hand side there was this empty room I rented it for a few months because I was going to do hypnosis in there this is what probably 2000 and uh, I painted it and everything but then I couldn't afford it I was I was just I kind of jumped into a situation and I couldn't I couldn't afford to do it and I'd advertised and I'd got no response and I had to give it up and so I dealt with uh, Sylvester's Wilf, his wife and I don't think she liked me after that because I, I probably let them down I didn't I didn't owe them any money I paid up and then I just said sorry I can't do it anymore but they got a, a newly decorated room out of it so it wasn't all bad that's what I said and she said yeah but we didn't need the carpet decorated did we the carpet was fine we didn't need the carpet painted white and red probably had a point probably had a point so a little bit further down, as I said, there was this mobile phone shop, and in you know late nineties in England, there was mobile phone shops absolutely everywhere, like everywhere, everywhere. The very late nineties, early two thousands. Because that, that's when mobile phones really took off. So, I, I actually the same same uh, person that I dated in 1996 when I went into the newsagents. And uh, that person, her, she had a mobile phone. And I'd never even met anyone that had a mobile phone before. Generally, back in those days, like before they became more, you know, before they became available or affordable, it was generally a certain group of people that had mobile phones, and it wasn't the average Joe, you know, it wasn't the general public really. Uh, I think because they were very expensive. They weren't, and some of the phones were huge. They were like bricks. So, you know, you get, um, that's a weird noise, isn't it? <gasps> so you get people from the city talking on their phone. And you, well, people had phones on their, in their expensive cars. And they were almost more like satellite phones, I think. Um, more like in some ways like a mixture between a mobile phone and a walkie talkie I've used a walkie talkie when I was in um, a security guard and I know that uses radio waves and mobile phones I guess do use radio waves as well don't they but it's a different type a different frequency and blah 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 <laughs> that's as much as I know about that but I think it's a similar kind of thing it might not be 
I might be completely wrong. Don't you think it's weird that radio waves have always been there? And it's strange. Always been there. So you could literally take... If you, if you could go back to prehistoric days... With the technology... And it would work. In any time. Providing you had, you know, the masts and all the stuff and the satellites in the sky. Orbiting. And all that stuff would work. I don't have any idea what my point is. I wonder if there was a point to what I just said. It didn't seem to be, did there? It was almost like I was just saying it for the sake of saying it and that's really unlike me I usually have a proper agenda I have a, a reason for the things I say don't you know yeah okay so oh yeah happy new year if I haven't said it already do you think you know the, just going back quickly to the The what's it? The group, Margaroop, Margaroop. Um, approve, approve. We couldn't. Okay, right. Uh, community home. So this is Jason Newland Hypnotist Group. How many people have I got on there? Uh, members. So I've got ninety-two members. I need to do something with this group because I've got members but I'm not really doing anything am I? I need to have something a little bit a bit more something a bit special just for members of the group maybe maybe that anyone's listening that's a member of the Jason Newland Hypnotist Group on Facebook Maybe you can leave a message on there, and if you're listening to this, just not right now because you might be wanting to go to sleep or or just relaxing. Maybe think of something that I could do that's a little bit different, that would be a bit special, a bit unique, or just just for the members. Something that no one else has. I don't know what. I mean, uh, the video of me cutting my toenails, I mean, that would be weird, but it, it'd definitely be different. So, I don't know. And as for changing the picture, I'll be honest. I mean, I don't know if I put that picture up there. I'm not sure if Molly put the picture up there. It's such a long time ago. I can't remember. I think... I'm pretty sure Molly can change it. But I might... I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, having a picture of Andre, the idea of taking down his picture... It feels a bit weird to me, if I'm honest. But, you know, this... Uh, It's not like I'm ever going to forget a little boy, you know. He's, he's, he's etched in my mind for the rest of my life. So, uh, 
it's I don't know. I mean, it's not. I don't know. I don't know. Well, just let me know what you think. Anyway, perhaps I. I mean, I could make. I could make an actual proper banner, which would be something that like a lot of people would do, be a bit more professional. So make a banner for the group. I don't know. Maybe have a banner and then have maybe a picture of Andre and a picture of Vinny. You know, just as a, like, like a mascot. I always kind of classed Andre like a mascot in a way of what I do. But bearing in mind, he's, he was only part of what I do for five and a half years. And I was already doing it for ten years before he came along. Or nine years before he came along. So, you know, maybe Vinny can be the mascot for the next however long. Maybe both of them. I don't know. I'm not really sure. Hmm. Someone did leave me a message that was really nice. I was on YouTube, it was a YouTube message, and I was just kind of taken back by it. Two messages actually, well three messages. One is from My Autistic Journey, this is the YouTube channel, and this person says, I find your content interesting and funny, even though I do also fall asleep. I think it's your voice that relaxes me. I actually try to stay awake so I don't miss what you're saying. Well, thank you for that. I still need to reply. I'm terrible at replying. I've been so... I've been busy doing nothing, to be honest, the last few days. Busy, not doing much at all. Um, Friendly Toad says, Please never stop making videos. I've been listening to you every night for 10 years. Wow. Thank you, Friendly Toad. And Chloe Chloe commented, Jason, hello from Michigan. By the way, these are messages that um, have been posted as comments on my Facebook videos, my YouTube videos. So they're not private messages, okay? Uh, Jason, hello from Michigan, USA. I'm a long-time listener, and I want to thank you. My fiancé and father of my three small children unexpectedly passed away uh, last June. Since then, I've had horrible anxiety and insomnia, but your Let Me Bore You to Sleep podcast still always helps me tremendously. Even if I cannot fall asleep, I appreciate your voice being there, as company to help put my mind at ease at night I actually use your hypnosis for pain recordings what whoa I'm going to reread this I actually used your hypnosis for pain recordings while I was in labour with my one year old daughter and they helped me a lot blimey blimey that's that's pretty amazing I've recommended your podcast to everyone I know. Thanks for all of your hard work. Please keep it up. 
Thank you, Chloe. Chloe, that's very nice. That's a wonderful message. So it's three really lovely messages on on YouTube. Um, what you want to know how many subscribers I've got? You people, you can never get enough of the stats, can you? Okay, let me have a look. Uh, uh, Eight hundred eighteen subscribers I've got now. Eight hundred eighteen. So. The views are going up. So I got 1.9 thousand. So nearly 2,000 views the last 28 days. So the views are slowly going up. And yeah, that's it really. So I'm getting like one subscriber, new subscriber a day or something. Well, it's less than that actually. 25 in the last 28 days. 25 new subscribers. So let's not look at that anymore. Let's move on. <laughs> Oh dear. So yeah, that's, that's, that's lovely, isn't it? I'm really nice. I really like getting lovely messages like that. It's, it, I feel like I'm actually doing something worthwhile. You know, I'm not just wasting my time. Just, this feels like, um, it warms my cockles, as it were. Yeah, it feels nice. Yeah, it does. It really do. So, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Right, back to the story. The exciting story of the leaflets. So, a little bit further up. On the left... I think this was there a furniture store a little bit further. Anyway, there there was this uh, mobile phone shop, and they sold mobile phones. They sold contracts. There was a lot at the time. A lot of people were on pay as you go, and pay as you go wasn't it wasn't expensive, but it wasn't cheap. Uh, the way it worked out is if you had, for example, if you was with one-to-one, then I think one-to-one became T-Mobile, and then T-Mobile became someone else. So if you phoned a person on another phone that had one-to-one, pay as you go I think it was free calling you could call for free or there was one thing where you could phone for 59 minutes and have a free call for 59 minutes and then after the 59 minutes you started paying like a pound a minute or something silly like that I made that bit up so it used to be weird because everyone would be timing their phone calls to make sure that they hung up before the 59 minutes. Even people with money, because even if you've got money, like why would you pay for something if you didn't have to? It doesn't make sense, does it? You know, in a sense of, why would you continue for another half an hour and pay 10 pound for that half an hour 
if all you had to do was hang up and just ring them back and then get another hour for free or another 59 minutes so yeah this is this is one of the things they had another thing they had one to one I think or it might have been T-Mobile where you could phone any number anytime anywhere in the UK anyway uh, mobiles what is landlines as part of your contract and it was a, a you know uh, unlimited it was forever an un- unlimited forever contract and it was 40 pound a month or something like that which was a lot of money back then to pay for a phone contract and people people were using them for business and you know it's I mean there was a thing where Yeah, I think what it was is if you phoned another contract provider, another, uh, so if you was, let's say, I can't remember all the different mobile phones, but there used to be one called Orange that then became, what did Orange become? Orange. There's Vodafone and Orange. Orange. Mobile. Mobile. Orange Mobile. Orange Mobile. Um, EE. Oh, of course it is. EE. So Orange became EE. Um, but you said so Orange was around. So I actually, in 2001... I had a job selling orange mobile phone contracts. It was a sales job. Well, I guess the fact that I was selling contracts indicated that it was a sales job. You know? So, okay, I've got to go on about it. So, I did that. So, orange was around. I think Vodafone was around. So, let's say if you was with one-to-one or T-Mobile, you phoned a different provider such as Orange, it would cost way too much money per minute. So, this contract that one-to-one did, where it was pretty much free to phone anyone, you know, once you'd paid your monthly fee, you could... Uh, you could call any contract phone any anywhere and it wouldn't cost you anything so that was I mean it might have been a hundred pound a month I don't know it, was, it wasn't cheap but uh, you could a lot of people got these phones and they rinsed them they completely used them and they'd share them around with their friends and say oh you you know and they'd be used all the time I knew a couple of people that had them, and they loved it. And that was around the time when mobile phones started to get even smaller and smaller and smaller, where literally you could lose it. You put your hand in your pocket to get it out, and you couldn't find it. And you realised it was under your finger now. It was so tiny, honestly, tiny little things. Now, didn't really like those. They were fashionable, but too small. 
great for little kids, you know, because they've got little fingers. But for an adult, I couldn't. You only press one button and it presses all of the buttons at the same time. It just didn't make sense. So, my favourite phone I ever got. Because I, I did get a contract in 2001 and that was my first one. My first contract. Before that I had pay-as-you-go. And I got my first pay-as-you-go phone in probably January 98. Or maybe late. November or whatever, 97, 1997, something like that. So it was either late 97 or early 88. Late 97 or early 98. Wow, that was complicated. And But it wasn't a contract, it was just pay-as-you-go, one-to-one. And I think one of the adverts was a woman would answer the phone walking down the street and said oh how are you then how are you and that was uh, the advert for that <laughs> and Orange their, their slogan was the future's bright the future's orange now when you think about it that, that advert was played probably hundreds of thousands of times over a few years it was you know even now I reckon in 50 years time maybe not fit it's 40 years time so how old will I be then 60, 70, 80, 90 so when I'm 92 and you say say to me finish the sentence and I say and I say what? Finish the sentence? No. I think I'm going to be quite a stubborn old man. Uh, no, I'm not going to finish the sentence. Go away. I'm doing my jigsaw puzzle. Leave me alone. Where's has my magazine got here yet? We don't sell magazines anymore. It's all on the internet. I don't want about it. I want my magazine. Anyway, um... I'm just predicting the future there. Oh yeah, so mobile phones. If no, so if you said to me when when I'm 92, said finish, maybe not me, a version of me that's nice, that's welcoming towards someone asking me questions that are a bit random and pointless. Finish the sentence. The future's bright. The future's. Orange. That's probably why. I, do. I don't know if I'm going to sound like that. Orange. I might still sound. I might have a deep, deeper voice. Orange. The future's orange. Oh yes. Yes. Who are you again? I wanted my magazine. Where's my magazine? Why never still be doing podcasts when I'm ninety-two? Will podcasts even exist when I'm 92? Will the internet even exist when I'm 92? Will it matter when I'm 92? <laughs> it probably won't. It probably won't matter, I don't know. Because, don't worry, I'm going to finish the story. I will finish the story. <laughs> I might not. So, at the moment, AI... 
artificial intelligence is quietly becoming the big thing online it's it's really starting to come into its own and it's really only just started and it it's amazing it's truly amazing especially for those of us that don't have any talent like me you know as far as like making an image or uh, that kind of stuff it can make you an image you can get an image made you can get music made they can you can make videos you can do all kinds of stuff you can edit using artificial intelligence that's already been used so when you see a video where literally there's there's zero gap between each sentence like zero gap like it's almost like the next sentence starts literally the same time or you know almost before the last sentence finishes there's an AI artificial intelligence I want to keep saying the word so there's AI there's an AI app that does that for videos video editors you can just edit your video for you it looks for gaps and it gets rid of the gaps and I I'm sure other maybe you can imagine the way I am I'm not necessarily the quickest talker I don't particularly like listening to fast talkers I've got nothing not, it's not a personal thing it's just I can't process super fast stuff and that might it might literally be my lack of intelligence I don't know I don't I don't care you know but I can't function and I was saying this to my friend the other today actually because I was with Vinny and my friend and his dog and we were crossing the road no no we were walking yeah we were walking from the petrol station back and the lead I've got this lead it's one of those that, that extends but you can lock it so it doesn't open up anymore I had it on lock and it opened up on its own so he had more more of the lead than he, he should have had because he had he needs to be on a short leash when we're there's not enough room for more than one person on that bit of the pavement the side of the road then there's lorries going past quite fast so it's it's not great and if i if i gave him a long lead chances are i'd see something on the side of the road he wanted to get to or he'd just wrap the re, the, the lead around my legs like he did last week so i can't really let him do that no matter how much he wants to he begs, please, I just want to trip you up, that's all. Quickly, there's a bus coming, let me trip you up, I enjoy it. No, Vinny. I don't know, he's a bit mischievous. Anyway, my beautiful people. So I was talking to my friend, and he, and he crossed over, he said, because we stop, we stop at a place, 
uh, when there's like, I don't know what they call it, but half of a, uh, like an island thing, you know, where you can cross halfway and stop in the middle and then cross to the other halfway, you know, so I always cross there unless there's no traffic at all. And he crossed and he said, come on. I said, no, I'm not crossing until the car stops. And the car did stop, flash of lights stopped and I crossed. And I said, I'm not. And he was like, why didn't you just cross? I said, no. Apart from the fact that this little one tries to trip me up. I'm not crossing the road until the car stops and lets me cross. And I don't mean stops completely, but like slows down, uh, flashes their light. I don't need them to stop if they're a distance away from me. Like, but I, I'm not crossing while the car's coming at me. And I've even had, I've had cars look like they're slowing down and they keep going. It's like, what? Honestly, I'm not even joking. I've, I've had cars, I've, it might be in my imagination. My imagination. But there's been times when I've crossed the road and I, I swear the car's speeded up. <laughs> it's like in a big grin on the driver's face. Like, I'll get you, I'm going to get you. Like, no, no, stop it. So I will not do that. I've got some personal reasons why as well. So I'm not going to do it. And I said, look, ain't going to happen. And then I ex and I thought, let me explain this. Because I've been thinking about this. I've been giving this quite a bit of thought since I fell down the stairs a few weeks back. And fractured my back. Oh, yes. I can't. And this is just a personal thing. I can't concentrate on many things. I know it's a cliche about men not being able to concentrate on more than one thing at once and all that stuff. But for me, it's a bit more serious than that. It's literally... I get over... Um, I don't know, anxious or... Uh, I don't know what the right word is, but... I, just, I, I struggle to function. I just struggle to function. Like, when he came up a few weeks back and said, oh, do you want to put the legs of dogs out into the garden? I thought, yeah, it's a good idea. So I go out in the garden. I go out, I don't put my proper shoes on because I'm not thinking. So I don't put my proper shoes on because I suddenly start rushing around because the dog, my dog's going nutty. Going, oh, let me out, let me out. So he's already gone out. So I want to get down there to make sure he's okay. As it is, they both escape out of the back gate fence because someone's opened it in the meantime, you know, in the time that it took him to walk up the stairs. Which is what I'm on, one of my concerns because I, I know what he's like. Uh, Vinny will run. And it's a game to him. Me running after him is a game. It's, it's not like he he doesn't want to come home. He just it's, it turns everything into a game. And I can't blame him for that. It's just... It's not good if we're near a road. And especially now, the street lights are on about half-mast as far as lighting goes. They used to have proper lighting. We used to have proper lighting street lights. We used to light the streets. Now they don't. They're like little, almost like little rubbish light bulbs. 
Honestly, you'd be you'd be hard pushed to read a book underneath a streetlight. They're they're that dull. They're really really not good at all. Uh, so in between the streetlights, it gets dark. You can't even I can't even see this, the the pavement. So. I don't want him running around and stuff and I can't find him and that. Anyway, so I'm walking down the stairs. My normal procedure is I put my shoes on. And then I walk down the stairs slowly. I hold the railings. I look down to make sure there's nothing on the stairs. I've lived in enough homes that had cats to know to look at the stairs before as I'm walking down. Because cats like to sleep on stairs for some reason. In my experience. And that time I was. My habitual behavior was chucked out the window because I was thinking of the dogs and concerned and like, well, you know, I'll go downstairs and. So I had the wrong shoes on that were slippery. The stairs were slippery and I wasn't holding onto the railings properly. And I slipped down and I, you know, hurt my back. So that, that is my, I don't, I don't like to blame anyone. So I'm not blaming myself either. But having that distraction from my normal procedure, from my normal routine, uh, had an effect. So I, it's not that I'm completely inflexible. It sounds like I am, doesn't it? But I'm not in completely inflexible. I just... There's certain things that I need to to be... I guess I'm the opposite to chaotic. Like, the opposite, complete extreme opposite to chaotic. Which means I'm, I guess, a bit boring. A bit... You know, maybe maybe a bit inflexible to be honest. Maybe I am, um, but I don't try and outrun the traffic. You know, I don't. I don't run for buses. There's lots of things I don't do. I don't, you know, I don't run around in icy weather. I don't. <laughs> I sound like I'm about ninety-five year old grumpy old man, don't I? Oh dear. But I'm very exciting in other ways. I don't know what ways yet, but I must be exciting in some ways. I must, surely. I can't be bored in every single way. That's the thing. Because I make this podcast... Yeah, you know, let me bore you to sleep. I, I really am that boring. <laughs> I genuinely. Oh, so I'm just stretching my back. My back still hurts. It's uh, it's more achy now rather than the sharp pain. Uh, I don't really get the pain. Apart from when I sort of stand up and sit down. And when I'm laying down and getting up out of bed and stuff, that's kind of the only time where I get the sharp pain. But the rest of it is just more achy. Achy breaky. Oh, Vinny's turned up again. 
I hope you're not going to cause me problems by... Hello. I put him in his harness today because he, he doesn't normally like to wear the harness. And it's a fluorescent... Um, you know, the kind of things that runners wear. You know, joggers wear on the street and maybe traffic police and stuff like that. Lollipop people. Lollipop people. <laughs> You're going to have to Google that if you want to know. If you put in lollipop lady, I think it's an English thing. But it, they might. it's probably got a different name now and I'm probably being un-PC. I mean, you can get lollipop men as well. We just... I used to call the lollipop lady... If it was a lady doing it, I'd call her a lollipop lady. And if it was a man, I'd call him a lollipop man. You know, I've... I've I've seen both. I've had both. I say had. I mean, in one junior school, there was a lollipop man. And every day he would say, What, what flavour is your lollipop today? And uh, I remember at the start, he'd say, Oh, strawberry... It's banana. After a few weeks, it's like, just shut up, go away. <laughs> I think he got a bit annoyed. No, he didn't. He loved us. And, uh, was a lollipop. There was a lollipop lady somewhere. Where did she? Oh, yeah, there was a lollipop lady. Uh, not far from where I lived. Probably about ten years ago. Well, more than ten years. About... 2008. What are you doing? You want to give me cuddles? You want to give daddy cuddles? You want to give daddy cuddles? Cuddle, 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 cuddle. Cuddle, 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 cuddle. He's looking at me like, what on earth are you talking about? Weirdo. Cuddle, 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 cuddles. Cuddle, 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 cuddle. No? Okay. I'll stuff you then. Cuddle, cuddle, cuddle. Cuddle cuddles, cuddle cuddle cuddles, cuddle cuddle cuddles. Yeah, I have to listen back to that. It probably sounds weird. Does it sound weird? The other day, uh, I took him for a walk in the field, and it was proper muddy. Proper muddy. I had my boots on. First time I was able to actually get my boots on for a couple of weeks. Because uh, it was a little bit difficult to get them on with my back. And I know some might say, well, why don't you try putting them on your feet? No, I'm talking about the bending over part. And anyway, I took him for a walk. I was starting again. And when I got back, he was really, like, limping. You're right. Do you want a treat? I'll give you a treat. Oops, there you go. There you go. I should keep him quiet for about 30 seconds. When we got back, and we was in the field for about an hour and a half, so it was quite a nice, you know, long walk. Slow, but long. And... We got back and he was barking. But not like loud barking, but just like... 
and he did it for about an hour. I couldn't figure out what he was doing. I mean, he was in the bedroom, and I couldn't be bothered to go and check him. Well, I did check him, but he was on the bed, and like, okay. But then he was... But it looked like... You know, like how a cat pats on on you, like on your top or whatever, and it's almost what they do, I don't realise it, they do that with their mothers in order to get the nipple, their mother's nipple ready to suck on. And they do that and they pat on it and it, it's, you know, I know what I'm talking about anyway. I'm doing the actions, you can't see the actions. Not not the sucking bit, just the the, um, pat, <laughs> the, the, the patting. You know, the, you know cats do that, don't they? They pat with both their paws like, hmm. Like that, and they do that on us, don't they? On humans, they do. You know, they like. I'm not the only one that's noticed it, surely. Anyway, he was doing that on the bed, and I thought, oh, he thinks the bed's got nipples. Oh, how cute! How stupid! And then he started doing it to the to the um. What's the thing on the floor? The carpet. He started doing it to the carpet, and I thought. He really is a bit dumb. And I thought, oh, maybe he's got something in his foot because he started biting at his foot. Or, you, know, you want another one? Really don't need this right at the end of the recording him howling like a sport little monkey. <sighs> anyway. I'll bring it to an end now because he's just going to keep going on and on until he gets something. I don't know what he wants. Uh, so I, I went to, and he was sort of licking his toes and and he was like biting and like, what's he doing? So I went and touched his feet and he let me, but then he was like pulling them away from me. So I thought, oh, I don't know what the hell's going on. So what I did, and he started licking the other foot and I thought, well, Maybe he's got something stuck in his foot. But which foot is it? And then I remembered that he was trying to... If he was trying to get a nipple out of... Nipple hard on my bed. Covers, then maybe he's not quite the brightest. So maybe he didn't realise which foot it was. I don't know. So what I did is... I put some water in the bath. I'm going to give him some more treats. Put some water in the bath. Only... It was enough to kind of go up to his, to cover his paws really. And I've got a scrubbing brush, which is, it's not a hard scrubbing brush, not, you know, it's quite soft, but it's got two different um, sides to it. And he got in the, he got in the bath, he, he was okay, you know. I thought he, was, he tried to get out once and then he was okay once we were in there. So I, I kind of washed his feet, you know, with the water, just with my fingers and did that. And then I scrubbed, scrubbed all of his feet, his, both his hands and his feet, with the scrubbing brush on both sides. And then when he got out, when he got out, it was fine. And there looked, there was a little bit of wood, uh, looked like a little bit of twig that was in there, very thin. Now I don't know if it was actually, I think it might have been under his toenail or something. So it didn't look like it was in, 
he didn't have any blood and he didn't look like he he wasn't limping or anything but I think it might well obviously it was clearly causing him some kind of discomfort but you know I was quite pleased with myself I fixed the problem You're right, I do deserve a pat on the back. Unfortunately, I can't reach. I have to make do with cooking myself a pie. So I'm going to have my dinner, pie. Vegetarian pie. Paul McCartney. Uh, Linda McCartney's pies. I like Linda McCartney's pies. I've been eating them for absolutely donkey's years. Seriously. Right from... Uh, I remember starting eating her pies probably in the 90s. Yeah, but especially 2005, 2006, I used to eat her pies regularly. Big fan of the old uh, pie. Vegetarian, uh, Lyndon McCartney food. Anyway, I'm going to go now because he started barking. I'm going to edit that out. Probably not the best thing to have at the end of a recording. Probably not the best thing to have at the end of a recording. So, thank you for listening. Remember to be kind to yourself because you deserve to be happy. Lots of love. Lots of love. Bye. Say goodbye. Say goodbye to everyone. Say goodbye. Oh, now you're going to keep quiet now, yeah? Now that I want you to say something, you're going to keep quiet. Hmm? You're going to say something? That was, that was no. <laughs> Take care, bye.